you are divine. Hello there, my beautiful pumpkin, and welcome back to Divine Authenticity. Hello, hello, hello. I hope you are having a magical week. I hope you're having a fantastic start to your Tuesday. And I just, I hope you are feeling good. I hope you've got a cozy beverage, whether you are commuting to work or chilling at home, cleaning your house, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. It doesn't have to be an active thing. Maybe you're just chilling in bed, hanging out, eating some snacks, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. I hope you have a cozy beverage, a coffee, a tea, something nice, maybe a glass of wine. Um, today. I wanted to just put you on for a minute. And this might be a shorter episode. I'm not really sure yet. I just had this this concept pop up in my reality. And I was like, I need to just sit down and make an episode on this because some of y'all, I think, really needed to he- need to hear it. So <clears throat> uh, a couple of days ago, maybe like three or four days ago now, I... I often, and I think I've talked about this maybe once before on the podcast, but sometimes when I'm feeling some type of way, I will sit down in front of my computer and I will record myself. Like I will just sit and record myself and I will talk myself through things. And this is actually a therapeutic practice that I feel like, I don't know if like it's a genuine therapeutic practice, but meaning it feels like a therapeutic practice for me. It is very therapeutic for me. And often I can talk myself right into a solution. And I do this a lot in life. Like when I'm when I'm stressed out, you'll always know because I, a bitch will be in her office talking to herself about how stressed out she is. Okay. It's me. I'm bitches. But <laughs> I will sit in front of my computer and just record myself because I can also see myself in my webcam, right? So it's like I'm talking to myself with a visual. And maybe some of y'all think that that's some weird shit. I'm going to tell you it works for me and I have no shame about it. And I was I was doing this one night and I had this like full blown breakthrough moment of the past like 10 months. Many of y'all know if you've listened to any of the mental health episodes I've put out, we've talked about it in almost every episode that has like conspired over the last 10 months. It's come up a lot because it's something that's just been really real and I've been dealing with. And I think there's a lot of stigma in the spiritual community around mental health. And I don't like that. It's like you have to like manifest away your mental problems. And no, actually you don't. But I just want to put you on to a different way of thinking about something, about like your mental state or your um, – what kind of runs on autopilot for you? Now, I'm not a therapist. I am not a medical practitioner. Like, please always consult your doctor. I'm never going, like, don't use the things that I say in place of that. I'm not trying to say here that you can just manifest away real, like, traumatic experiences. That's not what I'm saying. And I want to just make that clear right in the beginning. But the other night when I was sitting and just kind of talking myself through things, I was really frustrated because for the last 10 months, I have dealt with such a huge surge of anxiety more in my life than I've ever felt before. And I think it's not even that I am feeling more anxiety. It's that I'm aware of it. And previously, it would just kind of hum in the background and I wasn't super consciously aware of it. And now I'm so painfully aware that I've noticed how it like 
I, I talk about anxiety like it's not mine. I don't ever give it the title of being mine because I don't claim it. And I think that's like thing number one when it comes to um, dealing with anything that you do not want in your life. That is like step number one is don't make it part of your identity. I refuse to make anxiety part of my identity because to me, it's not me at my core. It's not who I am. It is something that goes on in my brain sometimes. I feel it in my body sometimes, but it is not me at my truest essence. So I don't claim it. And so for me, that that's just something that works. Um, so when I talk about anxiety, I don't say like my anxiety, I say the anxiety. So when I was feeling the anxiety, it's just been so in my face that I'm just, I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of it. And so I sat down to film this video with myself and just kind of talk about it and be like, you know what? I'm so tired of all of the wonderful things that have happened in my life over the last six months that I have not even been able to celebrate. Like I haven't been able to be in the mental headspace to truly celebrate moving to the state of Washington. That was a very hard process. It was very miserable. I did not celebrate it at all. Uh, it was really hard for me to celebrate even like I've had friends come and visit me and family come and visit me. And it's been so hard to be in the space of celebrating that. And any, like when anything good happens, like I've had opportunities come my way that I still can't talk about, but like, it's been so hard to let myself feel those things and celebrate them because I've been so hyper vigilant, scanning my body and scanning my surroundings for something going wrong that, and this has just been a thing for the last like 10 months. It's been just like on hyperdrive. And so I, I sat down and I was like, Chloe, what is going on? What is going on? what is going on. And don't get me wrong. I don't think if we are in a space that tough love is always the thing that we need. And I also want to kind of give this a disclaimer too, that the thing that I'm about to say is not going to be for everyone where you are at in your journey. And I don't ever want you to sit in a position that shames you into like, quote unquote, being better or being a different, not better, but a different version of yourself that is in a more alignment with who you want to be. It's not like if this is a practice that would make you feel shame, do not participate in this. I'm just sharing my experience and how I actually think it really helped me to gain a lot of clarity. So I'm sitting down, I'm talking, right? And I'm, I come to this place where I swear to you, my higher self just took over and was like, this bitch needs to fucking listen because we're not getting through. And I'm sitting here and all of a sudden, I don't feel like it was like out of my control, but I feel like the words that were coming out of my mouth were not mine. And I've experienced this before when like channeling messages spiritually for tarot cards, but it doesn't really happen that often for myself. And all of a sudden, I just am overcome with this and I have it all on video, which I think is really cool because I can reflect on that. But I have myself literally just saying, how dare you, Chloe? How dare you let yourself sit here and have such a beautiful, magical life in front of you and not witness it and not be in it and not let yourself feel joy over everything that you have. The version of myself that I am today is something that even 25-year-old Chloe from five years ago would have 
she would have like died to be in my shoes. And I'm not saying this because I want to be like egotistical either, but like I'm in a position that I have literally prayed endlessly for where I feel like I am for the most part financially free, like to the point that my husband actually is coming to work with Chloe Taylor, like as a brand, and we are literally going to be like digital nomads together, which is something I've wanted for probably the last like 10 years. Um, you know, I, I have like that, like, I don't even need to sit here and list all the ways. Like I've created like a multi layered business out of my passion and out of my hobby. And I get to connect with people every single day. And I get to work with the collective and hear beautiful people's stories. And I get like emails from people that are touched by the work that I do. And just there is so much magic and mysticism and beauty in the lifestyle that I get to live. I can wake up whenever I want. I can go to bed whenever I want. I can feed myself whatever I want. I can move my body however I want. Like I have such a ridiculous amount of freedom that I don't think most people in their lives experience or they haven't created that or co-created it into the universe for themselves yet. And not to say that anybody never will. And again, I'm not saying these things because I want anybody that doesn't have that to feel shameful, like they're not there yet. And oh my gosh, like, please, if that is where you are, do not listen to this episode because I, I am not going to sit here and dim myself to fit in. That is actually another thing that has been coming up for me recently that I will definitely be making a podcast on in the future because it's been a really like difficult topic for me and it keeps coming up. So I'm not going to dim myself right now to fit in. I refuse to do that, but if you are not in a place where you can honor or hear other people's success and be okay with it and be able to witness it, this is not the episode for you. Um, Because I just genuinely need to give myself that space right now. And anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm literally telling myself, like channeling in this message and I'm like, how dare you, Chloe? And my higher self is literally listing all the good things that I have in my life right now that I just haven't been paying attention to and how like blessed and how lucky I am and how dare I squander this moment? How dare I have even an ounce of like ungratitude for my life? And it just like really put everything into perspective for me. And don't get me wrong. I already knew these things. I already was feeling something about these things. But looking at myself and hearing myself speak that way, it was like almost like hearing it from another person. Like hearing hearing like tough love from another person that knows my situation specifically. And it just, it was exactly what I needed. It was the medicine that like unlocked my ability to decide to do something different. And then what basically went on to happen is like, mind you, prior to this incident, I had sat with my own guides at my altar and I was like, look, I don't want to be I don't want to feel like this anymore. I don't want to feel like I can't move in life in any direction. I don't want to feel sad anymore. I don't want to feel stressed out anymore. Like I know that these are normal parts of life, but I've been living in them consistently and I don't want to be in this anymore. And can you please just help me? And so like this happened and then 
it's almost like when you hear information in the past, but it comes back full circle and you understand it so much differently the second time. I was like ready to hear the message. I basically get like another, I don't even know who's, it might have been Baby J or it's Baby J1 on YouTube. She's a fantastic channel. I will link her down below for you. She was talking about how like, and I already knew this information, but it just hit different. So after that experience, I already felt better. I was like, bro, I feel like I just like released my inner shadow that was like feeling shame about not being appreciative for the life that I have. And I feel like now it like lives outside of me. It's not in me anymore, just like taking up space. So that experience, fantastic. I don't think it's for everybody. I think I had to give myself a lot of tough love and a lot of really real hard truths about my life. And that was just a cliff notes of everything that transpired. It was like a 30 minute thing where my higher self was just channeling in all of this shit. And it just, yeah, that's like the cliff notes version. But then like everything in my life has just been responding to that. So like, I came across a video, like I said, on It's Baby J's channel where she's talking about how like you block your own blessings and you need to remember that your brain is literally like the best metaphor for it is that it is a computer. It is a computer and not that we are not like real and da 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 but your brain literally is metaphorically like a computer you actually can think new thoughts you can rewrite the programs that are in there and that is has been my number one driving focus for the last like four or five days or so three now it's about three days um basically anytime a thought and i know everybody in spirituality and manifestation talks about this shit, but I swear until it actually hits you for yourself, it's not going to click. And this is like, what happened to me is it finally clicked is you really can just choose to not entertain the thoughts that are coming through your mind. You do not have to choose to grab onto them. And that's what I was doing. Anytime an anxious thought would enter my mind, not only would I grab onto it and continue to spiral on that thought, but I would feel it in my body too. And so it was like my body was also confirming to me, oh, now we have anxiety and we're feeling or we're feeling the anxiety. And it would just spiral out of control. And now I have been, and it is not easy work. I'm not trying to tell you that reprogramming your mind to think a different way is going to be like an overnight thing. It's not an overnight thing. You are going to constantly be tested by your own neural pathways, by your own mind that has these thoughts on autopilot. But in my opinion, for myself, I will speak for me, I can do the hard work now and feel better, or I can continue to let this go on. And I refuse to let this go on. So anytime an anxious thought starts to crop up for me, number one, I am and like, oh, this could like make me cry. <laughs> I just think about where I was 10 months ago and how I didn't understand the tools that I had in my toolbox and how to use them appropriately. But now I do. And I know how to sit with those uncomfortable feelings. I know how to sit there. I know how to listen to them. I know how to name them. I know how to see them. I know how like, I even do like what is considered somatic tracking where you like, give that feeling in the body a texture, a color, a placement. And you can like move that energy around your body. It's called somatic tracking. Um, I am not a somatic therapist, so I don't feel like I can like give you proper instruction on that. But 
Somatic tracking is something that has like really helped me. But just paying attention to where those feelings are coming from, why they're coming up, where they're coming up, how they feel, and being present. Because I think for me, because I experienced panic attacks too, I always felt like if I stopped and I listened, I would be back in that panicking state. And I do think that there is a potential for that. However, I know now that even if that were to happen, I know what to do. I know what to do to help myself. I know how to come back from that really heightened state and I don't have to live there. And basically I've just like reverse engineered and like re-empowered myself to know that I could handle the situation. And even telling myself that out loud right now, that's just reaffirming to my brain, my unconscious constantly that no, I know what I'm doing. So like, I don't even speak about myself in a way that is, I don't know what I'm doing. I constantly tell myself I know what I'm doing. And if I don't, I find somebody who knows what they're doing and I get their help. But also I I would like to point out that that is like a privilege in and of itself. Um, And I totally understand that. I know that like healthcare and even mental healthcare is so like fringe and not everybody has access. Just, I hate the way we do this world. It makes me mad. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. In any case, back to my original point, I was saying like, I'll just sit with those uncomfortable feelings. And the thing is, we think that those things will overtake us and they might for a moment, but they will kind of dissipate if you allow. And obviously, if you don't feel like you're in a place where you're ready to do that, I'm always going to suggest speaking with somebody that can help you through that process. You don't have to do that by yourself. And there are some places, I don't have any specifics because I don't know where every single one of y'all listeners lives, but there are places that will take on pro bono work. Like even my therapist, when I was seeing somebody in Utah, when I lived there, she would take on pro bono clients. Like you, like it was a case by case situation, but they will sometimes take on pro bono clients. Now that is also rough. And we put a lot on therapists. I... (sighs) We put way too much on therapists sometimes, to be honest. And that's not me telling you don't go to a therapist because they can't handle it. They're literally trained for that. But that's a whole other topic for a whole other time. Um, We put a lot on therapists to just work in a certain fashion that I don't think is always the best. Not for the client necessarily, but for like the whole system uh, behind how we do like diagnoses and stuff. And it's again, conversation for another time. Um, that's not me saying like, don't go and reach out to a therapist and like give, like talk about your problems with them or talk about what's going on with them. Uh, that's, I would never tell you that it's again, just like more into like the back end of that kind of stuff. There's just such a bigger conversation to have there. Anyway, I'm dwelling too much on it. So I know how to sit with those feelings though, and let them roll over me. Like that is something I didn't feel like I used to have the power to do. And now it's not even just doing that. It's also sometimes when the anxious feelings creep up, 
I will just make myself do something else. If I'm feeling anxious, I will literally get on the floor and start doing push-ups because I am not, I will literally tell myself, we are not doing this today. Like <laughs> me and my, my best friend, were just talking about how like sometimes you just have to look in the mirror at yourself and be like, for what? You're anxious for what? For what? Why are the, you have the feelings of anxiety for what? Like, <laughs> sometimes it really is giving yourself that like, why? Why are we doing this? Let's talk about it. Why? For what? What is going to happen? What are these like, these feelings that you're having? What is going to transpire with these? For what? Because oftentimes the thoughts that you're having are so out there. And like, do we do like... I think it's so crazy that we spend so much of our time worrying about things that will like never happen. And honestly, of course, it's part of a survival mechanism, especially depending on like your past experiences. Maybe you had to be hypervigilant. I know in my house, I grew up with a highly physically abusive father and an emotionally abusive mother. So girl, I was just hiding constantly. There was no... You know, so I think that like the hypervigilance, it's also kind of creeped into my adult life, even from my past, but I am no longer letting my past define the person that I am today. And that's really the biggest point I wanted to make on this whole episode is that your brain really is like a computer. You actually can reprogram the thoughts that you have. You don't have to sit there on autopilot and let yourself just be terrorized over and over again. And breaking the cycle, though it is difficult work, it is not impossible work. And that was like the tea I really wanted to serve was like, when you are sitting in this autopilot state of just letting this same thing wash over you and wash over you and wash over you, it just, it can create a really vicious cycle, but I promise that you have the ability to break it, whether it is with the help of someone else or on your own. And I hate that phrase of like, if I can do it, anybody can do it because I don't think it pays homage to other people's trauma and other people's privilege and whether they have a certain privilege or they don't like this obviously gets very spicy, shall we say <laughs> this gets very spicy, very quickly. And granted, I understand that everybody has a different situation and I'm, I can only really speak to my situation and hope that the words that I'm saying are helpful in some way that if you resonate with the things that I'm saying, you'll want to take this a step farther and see where that will get you sitting with those uncomfortable feelings and allowing yourself to do so, so that you can break that internal cycle and start to feed it something else. So for me, like I said, I will literally if it's starting to get way out of hand, I will get on the ground and start doing pushups because it puts me in my body. I'm not able to disassociate and do pushups for myself. That's something I can't do. It puts me very in my body. Um, another thing that I will link down below is an ice roller. Uh, that's something new that I've added just because I love the feeling of it in general. Like it's a nice little self-care treat. But ice was something that at the height of me having panic attacks, ice was something that was helpful for me. I could go into my freezer and I could put ice cubes. I could rub them up and down my arms and it would make me come back to my body even though I was freaking the fuck out. And... 
You don't have to use ice cubes and make a mess. You can, if you're able, buy yourself an ice roller that just stays in the freezer. So I'll link one from Amazon down below. It comes in like a bunch of colors. But ice rolling, super great for the face, the arms, the neck. It's really helpful to kind of bring you back into that feeling, that sensory feeling of being in the body. Because I don't know about y'all, but if you've ever dealt with panic attacks, that for me was my problem is I would just completely disassociate. I was feeling such intense emotion that I wouldn't even be able to feel like I was in my body. I would totally numb out and I would feel like I was floating above my body, just watching myself freak out. And those are just like a couple of tools that I feel like have been very helpful for me in dealing with feelings when they start to arise. Because here's the other thing that I noted is I talk about this a lot, how like you are the driver of your own car. You know, you might have anxiety uh, in the back seat. You might have anger in the back seat. You might have joy in the back seat, right? But you ultimately are the person that is meant to be at the helm driving the car that is you. And for the last 10 months of my life, anxiety has been driving my car. And literally when I sat down, I filmed that video with myself. I literally, and I think I made an Instagram post about this too. I literally was like, listen, anxiety, you're allowed to be here. You're allowed to be here. I understand that you protect me in some way. I honor your experience and I want you to still be a part of my life because I genuinely, for me, I'll speak for myself, I don't think I'm ever going to live without anxiety sometimes. And I don't think that that means it has to overthrow my life. I think some amount of quote unquote anxiety or worry is healthy. It helps us to safeguard against certain things. For me, I think a certain level of it can be healthy. The thing is, is that it was driving the car 24-7 and I couldn't enjoy my life at all. And so I literally was like, listen, anxiety, you can be here. I honor your experience. I see you. Thank you for driving us as far as you had to, but you don't have a license anymore. Like driving this car would literally be illegal. I need you to scoot over. And anxiety got in the passenger seat. She wasn't quite ready to get in the back. But I was like, your license has been revoked. I'm getting back in the driver's seat and we're not doing this anymore. And I think from that moment, I have just had so much more peace. I've had the ability to, and I don't know if I just like needed to go in there visually, because I was like more like an active imagination that I kind of did in that moment. But, and I've talked about active imagination before, but it was exactly what I needed to help myself through what I had been experiencing. And I still think that there are definitely like, there's definitely times where I, like even today, I stepped out on my balcony and I was like, wow, look at the world, like fully in bloom. It's spring. And there was this little creep up of these anxious thoughts that was like, eh, why should we even enjoy it? We're all just going to die anyway. Like this existential, like anxiousness started to creep up. And I said, no, 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 <laughs> we're not going there. We're not going there. We don't live there anymore. That's not our home. We don't live there. That's not our home. And we're not going down that road. Like you can, like those thoughts are allowed to exist, but my wise inner self said, no, that's not where we live. Those thoughts might be there. They might be outside, just outside the home, but they don't get to come in the home. And 
I also like just gently reminded myself that we're all on this space rock together. We're all on this space rock together, living this existential path together. And that for some reason gave me a little bit more peace that none of us really know exactly what we're doing. We're all just kind of figuring it out as we go. And I could literally pull any other person. And even if they don't live in a state of existentialism, it's there anyways. Like, I don't even know if that makes sense, but it's, it is just like a fact of life that we, we all are, we all like death is inevitable. We will all die. Like, sorry that we're going down there on this episode, but like it is inevitable. And I can choose to let that define my entire life or I can choose to just fucking enjoy the goddamn ride. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it like it is. And today I choose to enjoy the ride. I choose to listen to the bird sounds. I choose to look at the flowers and how intricate and beautiful they are when they bloom. I choose to pay attention to the crispness of the air. I choose to pay attention to the ground under my feet and what a beautiful and magical experience it is just to be able to be here and experience life. I just want you to let that sink in for a moment. So all of this to say that I don't know. I don't know if I'm fully like beyond this chapter that has just plagued me, but I do feel like I'm on a really, really, I'm in a really good place of being able to notice the things about my life that I'm happy about look towards changing the things that I'm not happy about and just, just letting myself be planted, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Like planted in this new land that I've moved into in this space of creating new in this space of appreciating what already is and what is to come and just not being scared of it anymore. And I think it all really came down to giving myself tough love, refusing the reality that I've been living in and deciding, deciding to make a change and refusing to let myself have any less. And I think that also kind of boils back down to like, nobody's coming to save you. And I think that that's a really hard pill to swallow, but nobody is coming to save you. Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's coming to save me. Yes, there are people that can help light the way. Yes, there are tools that we can gain along the way, but nobody is going to come in and change your life for you. You are the one that has to make the conscious decision. And that bleeds into like every aspect of life. But the thing I was focusing on mainly today was the mental health aspect and talking about just what I have been through, how I feel like using tools that I have right now is genuinely helping me to create the life that I feel like I really got away from and not got away from like moved out of the state of Utah, but meaning like just living in my body and having the human experience, I feel like has been a really hard thing for me to do. And I finally feel like I've like, I feel like I literally walked up to my own like soul and just like grabbed hands with her and was like, Hey, nice to see you again. Where the hell have you been? Like here, here we are, here it is, here we are. And I don't want to say I feel in control because I think control is also just like 
that is an illusion all of itself. And that creates other problems too. But I just feel like I'm comfortable not knowing. Does that make sense? (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to have a panic attack tomorrow. I don't know if my anxiety or the anxiety rather is going to get out of hand tomorrow. But I know that I have the tools to meet it wherever it is at every stage of the process. I know that I'm in a place where I can be present for that. And gosh, I didn't know I was going to cry today. (laughs) I just feel like sharing this experience, not only giving you maybe some tools or some things to think about, but also witnessing it. Y'all have witnessed on this podcast almost every stage of the journey. And I maybe haven't shared everything in super, super detail, but And I don't feel like I owe my like healing journey to anybody, but I just wanted to offer some like, I guess, hope if you've been experiencing a lot, maybe for years in your life that just doesn't really feel like it's lining up or you're the person that you want to be. There's always hope at the other end of that. And I don't want to speak to anybody else's story, but for me, I exist in a way that I do believe the universe is always trying to teach me something. If there's something that keeps coming up, like that whole, I got to dim to fit in. Like I said, that's another episode for another time, but dimming to fit in, like the universe will crop these things up constantly to try and get you to notice. And for me, I feel like I had no inner calm before this. I had no... I might have had tools, but I didn't really know how to rely on them very well. I didn't feel like I could self-soothe. I always felt like if I was hypervigilant, I just had to give over to that and my day could not continue. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes there are days like that where I just got to go like curl up in bed and treat myself like the little inner child that I actually am. And that's okay too. But I feel like I could literally be standing in the eye of a fucking tornado And I would be able to create calm from that chaos. And it's still a process. There are still things in my life that are chaotic. I'm not trying to give you this impression that I'm like transcended and I'm just peaceful all the time. Like, gosh, do we even want to talk about my sleep schedule? She is a mess. She is chaos. Like there is chaos to still be had, but I am confident in my ability to show up for that chaos. And I think that that is the thing that A lot of us that have suffered or are suffering, that's the key that you're missing is that you can be the magician of chaos. I am a chaos witch. (laughs) You can be the magician of chaos and you don't have to let the chaos own you. You can be the magician of chaos. You can manipulate the energy however you see fit, whether it is your own personal energy, your own mental strength, or your own calling back your own empowerment to live the life that you want to live. And I don't even know if this episode is going to help anybody. And I hope my biggest hope is that I just didn't say some problematic ass shit because I'm never out here trying to be problematic. I just my podcast is literally all about me just sharing my own experience and hoping that through my experience, somebody needed to hear something that I had to say. So that is that's the tea. That's the shade. That's the pink lemonade. That was the that's what I like. End end of the day, Chloe is feeling a lot better. And I've been steadily feeling better, but I actually feel like 
I don't want to say I feel like the person that I was last summer before everything kind of fell apart mentally for me, but I feel like I'm closer than I have been in the last 10 months. And I feel like I may never be that version of myself ever again. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not going back because I have new tools. I have new ways of being. I have an upgraded sense of self. And I feel like I'm able to handle things as they come to me more now. And that is a good, that is a good feeling. It feels good to be comfortable in that and know that you're going to be taken care of. And that like, it's like, mm, I guess that's like another thing is I feel like even though I'm still human and I still have worries, I still have things that like sit on me heavy when they come up. But the thing is the way that I move through the world is different now. I move through the world like I am taken care of. I move through the world like I am divinely blessed. I move through the world like all of the problems will always have solutions. And there is a difference between forcing a solution constantly and just believing that it's already coming. And I feel like I couldn't be in that state without going through what I have gone through. And I feel like I had to learn to create my own calm so that I could actually be the master of chaos, if that makes sense. <laughs> and yeah, that's all I wanted to say. I think that's it. I feel like I'm just rambling at this point. But I hope this was helpful to somebody out there that has just been going through it. I hope that witnessing this journey that I have been on is was something that was helpful. I do still plan to create another Saturn return episode in the future, and I'm hoping it will be the final. So I don't know if I want to cover that until possibly as far as like next year, because the Saturn return for people with Saturn and Aquarius does not end until March of 2023. So I don't know if I want to wait to cover that until then. But the thing that I want to say is like, episodes going forward, I know I have focused a lot on my journey, a lot on mental health with like some like magical stuff sprinkled in. But I feel like we are kind of coming full tilt back into content that is like teaching you different methods of manifestation and getting back to like astrology, getting back into things like actually providing content that isn't just not that I think it's a bad thing, but it's not just me like feeling into my feelings 24 seven, because I don't, I, I, I feel better. And I feel like I can get back to just creating the magic that I'm used to creating. So we've been on a journey together podcast. And don't y'all worry, I still think this stuff is still going to happen. We're going to have episodes that come in like this, but I'm just ready to get back to like more of the teaching styled content and just teach you new concepts, new ideas. And I'm just, I'm feeling very empowered. I'm feeling empowered. I'm feeling back in my magic. And I think that that's really important. And I didn't think that I could start making those episodes without paying homage to that and like really finishing out that section of the story where y'all have just seen how it has transpired. You were there from the beginning when I literally sat and made a podcast like sobbing because I was so broken quote, I say broken, but we are never really broken, but I felt so broken. And the Phoenix is rising. Like, <laughs> we're on the other end. I feel like I'm on the other end. And yeah, I just wanted to leave you with all of this information. So that is what we have for that. It's a little mental health update for you, as well as putting in some like, empowering ideas and thoughts about how you can really start to take control of that for yourself. So 
I love you so much, pumpkin. Please do not forget when you stand on your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And I'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.